1: This is one mic. Can we be real? I'm gonna stretch the line and speak. Now, if you step over the line, I'm gonna say something about it.
0: This is one mic. This is one mic, please. Novas on my list of don't trust them teams. Um, Duke is always Duke has a permanent spot on my don't trust them
1: <laughs> list. That's right.
0: <laughs> they're never they're never going to get a reprieve um, just because I'm never trusting them again. Um, I tried that a couple years ago. It did not work out. Um, other teams that are on my don't trust them list at least for this year's tournament. Um, Cincinnati, don't trust them. Um, I don't know about you guys. Those are some teams that I'm staying away from um on my brackets.
1: Don't trust them list, the infamous, the famous, don't trust it list. Welcome to R S G one Mike Turning Recap. This is D. Wills and I'm in the building with the man who put the list together. If you hear it imitated on other stations, other airways, you know where it started. It started with my man, the Game Changer, who was in the building, and he's been caged up. You know he got stuff to talk about. You know somebody irritated him. I don't know what he going to say about JT3. You know he's a Hoya fan. If VCU was out. It's like I could every time when the buzzer hit, I could feel this part of his soul going out because he got so much love. For both of these coaches and these teams, and there's some other folks that just disappoint them. Game changer! Welcome to the age to the airways. How you doing, man?
0: Man, I'm great, man. I'm I'm glad to be in the setup. I'm glad to be running the isolation instead of running point this time, man. I'm glad to come off a couple of screens. I get to put a little put in a little work. I like this format. Oh
1: yeah. You, you get you get you you getting you getting you getting you get your Van Fleet on today. You you going to score? You let the people know that you know you can you can get, get some offense off now. Don't get don't get it twisted. I you you gonna go for twenty seven, twenty eight. You might go for thirty. Don't don't get it. You 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 get your ten assists, but they're nice when you just got to get people to business, and this is one of them. So I'm glad. Yeah, I, to feel do, like, I'm glad I feel to like
0: move. I feel like Westbrook without KD. <laughs>
1: I'm
0: just oh yeah just doing
1: my thing. <laughs> yeah. You you're over there with the mask on. You know, look Unleashed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh I I've been so excited since we settled for you to have you come on tonight. And as y'all know when we do this, this is a short track. We're going quick, baby. We're going quick. Oh yeah. And so, you oh, know, yeah, I, like it dirty. Like we did with Phil yeah, like we did with Phil and T uh on Friday. You know, we gonna hit into things like, you know, what's the disappointment, who are the surprises. We go I wanna hear who you think put their flag in the ground. Who said I'm staking claim to the court? You know, like that cat on the gr- playground. Nobody didn't know he had kind of had the goggles on, and crazy socks, but he won like two games in a row. You got a feeling he's gonna be holding the court all day. Nobody expected it. That's the cat we want to talk about. And then, you know, we're gonna talk about you know your Sweet Sixteen preview. You know, we still got some teams playing, so we not, it's not gonna complete complete, but we got some other things that you probably got some insight in. And then we definitely got to hit on. Who was added to your don't trust it list. We gotta know oh, that absolutely. It, 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 oh, absolutely. It, I know you might have added some names, you reinforce reinforce the people on the list that you never gonna let out of jail. You know, that's yeah. the stuff we wanna look at. So let, let's start I'm just gonna I'm going you know, it's like I'm running out of court, we just tossing it and I'm gonna go way to the corner. <laughs> and if you pass it, you pass it. You don't, you don't. <laughs> and that's kinda how I'm running it this the thirty second the thirty minute kinda thing. But What are your appointments of the weekend so far?
0: Well, let's start with the surprises. Um, You know, a team that surprised me this weekend, and kind of took things to another level. I'm going to start with UNC, North Carolina. I'm not a big North Carolina fan. Um, Again, they're a team that sits on the don't trust them bubble oftentimes. They're on the bubble quite often. Um, in the last couple of years, Roy's teams have been extra. you know, They've been some squeeze the Charmin special. You know what I mean? Just a little soft.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: A little on the soft side. And, you know, they impressed me last night beating a tough Arkansas team in a game that was fast-paced. Um, I didn't expect them to get that far. Now, that style of play is more suited to guys who want to get up and down, which they have. The question will be, Wisconsin just wrapped up Oregon. Now they're going to face off with against Wisconsin, which is going to push them around a little bit. It's not the usual Wisconsin team, right? They're not the, the grabbing hold mm-hmm. that that everybody thinks when they think Wisconsin, but they are physical. How UNC uh, responds to that physicality is going to be interesting. But they surprised me getting out of the first two rounds and making it to the Sweet 16 It wasn't a team I expected to be there, just because I really don't feel like they have – Outside of Paige, they have really a strong presence to put points up. In a real Mm -hmm. grinded-out half-court game, I think they're going to have a hard time scoring buckets. Now, against Arkansas, you know, Mike Anderson playing that full-court style, that was suited more towards North Carolina and their athletes and their athletic guys being able to get up and down, getting the open floor, getting some easy baskets, getting some baskets without the lane being clogged up. So that's one team that that was a surprise for me um, going into this weekend. Um, who who made it through through this first weekend. Another team that surprised me, and not so much surprised me, but um, just kind of reaffirmed – two other teams just kind of reaffirmed what I already thought about these teams, but I think they surprised other people. One was the Wichita State Week Shockers. Man, these guys, mm-hmm. I, ha- I have them going to my Elite Eight. Um, I have mm-hmm. them beating Notre Dame this, this next week. Um, I had them beating Kansas. Um, and I have them facing off against Kentucky and losing. Um, the Wheat Shockers, man, Wichita State, they're a proven team. They were 36 and old last year for a reason. Um, and a lot of those guys that are on that team are back. Yes, they missed a Clee Anthony early, um, a really good player who moved on to the NBA. That team, I think is going to cause people some problems and has caused some problems. And I think they're going to give Notre Dame fit. Um, Fred Van Vliet, uh, we had him on our show last year. He he is an elite college guard. Um, he's everything you ask for. When you talk about great college point guards, the Jacques Vaughns, guys like that who are just so clutch in the college game, Mario Chalmers, guys like that who just really, really had a major impact at the collegiate level, um, he's one of those guards. He's one of those guys. He's that He's that, that. cheat code, you know, the hot guard in the tournament. We talk about this all the time. That's the cheat code. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Wichita State and then Michigan State. And Tom Izzo, they do it again. Um, you just can't – you can't down them. They, they have this bracket thing figured out. They have this whole March thing figured out. And Izzo just knows regardless of what happens during the regular season, I'm getting my guys ready for a run. And I know how to coach them through a run. And if I get them ready – I can coach him through the through the rough spots, um, as far as getting through the tournament. Um, whatever he does, however he preps his guys, however he gets his guys ready, they're always ready to play in March and they're always a tough out in the tournament. And UVA found out about that firsthand. Um, so yeah, those are a couple of teams that surprised me. Um, not necessarily, again, those two teams, not necessarily surprising me, but affirming what I already thought about those teams, um, so hats off to the Shockers, hats off to the Spartans, um, and again the Tar Heels were a bit of a, of a surprise for me.
1: So when you when you, and, we'll, and we'll, we're going to lump your disappointments in to probably your you can't trust it list, but I, I want to pop in a little bit on uh, what you talked about some of the, your surprises and particularly Michigan State and uh, the Shockers in a sense that um, there is something about them both being having some veterans. Um, some of that, that grittiness, that that competitive juice that they're not going to be scared of, and that's what I figured. They wouldn't be – they're going to compete. They don't see themselves as as uh, being deficient uh, or uh, and not having it to compete against a team. They, I, I didn't see Wichita State walking and saying, this is Kansas. They're like, you know, we got a legacy as well. The same thing with Michigan State against Virginia. It's like, you really knew kids on the block. We've been owning the block. You know, and so right. Um, that that are you seeing that 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 really that impact of of the veterans? You know, looking at some of these young stars and many of these teams that we favor, some of them have some veteran stars, but a lot of them have young stars. Sophomores, freshmen are really those in, in these older. How how do you see that playing out? It, has it played out enough for you to say that's something we need to pay attention to?
0: Well, it plays out twofold, right? So you have veteran players. So one is uh, with veteran players, are not likely to be rattled um by you know in in tight game situations, by wrinkles that a team may throw at you that maybe didn't show up on a scouting report. They're not gonna be rattled by those things because they played against they've seen a lot already. Right? They have a lot of reps under their belt. They have a lot of games under their belt. They've seen pretty much everything. There's not really any new concept under the sun as far as basketball is concerned right now. So most guys have seen something. They've seen a boxing one, you know, any sort of little wrinkles, you know Princeton offense, whatever you can think of as far as wrinkles that a that a coach can throw on short notice at an opposing team, um those vets have seen it. The other thing is the other thing is because they're veteran players as a coach, it actually frees you up to add some new wrinkles into what you do because they can digest it quicker than a younger guy. You know what I mean so as with with young mm-hmm. guys, they need a lot of reps to really be able to execute something well, whereas with older guys, you can throw concepts at them. You can scheme differently. You can do some different things in game. You can make better in game adjustments as a coach when you have veteran guys because again, mm-hmm. they've seen it all. They, they they're used to certain concepts and ideas about the game. Where young guys kind of have to be most young guys, not all, but most young guys have to be walked through um, and given a lot of reps with some sort of with some concepts because they're still new to them. They're still learning them. Um, so that's where you know having a bunch of vets can help you out twofold. And then the other thing is, you know, it gives uh, you know, I wanna credit some of these coaches because a guy like Greg Marshall mm-hmm. we know it we know is those track record, but coaching is big in March. Because again, everybody's got yep. some tape on you. Everybody's seen what you can do, everybody knows your profile, all the metrics are out, you know, all the results are in, you are who we thought you were when it comes to March. And so being able to unveil that next layer of what your team can do and being able to keep your guys engaged. Right? That's that's an underestimated yes, yes. thing with coaching is keeping the kids engaged. When you're talking about 19 to 22, 23-year-olds, keeping them focused. Basketball, especially college ball, starts in, you know, mid-October, you start practice, and you're going through to March. It's almost six months. That's almost six months of a grind. If you're in a mid, uh, mm-hmm. major conference or even a mid-major conference, you're playing, you know, some, some some grueling grueling games and you're running through an intense schedule and to keep your guys engaged and peaking at this time is is, is there, that's about coaching. That is about coaching and and that's where guys who will when get into my don't trust them list and some of my disappointments. That's where some of those coaches I think falter, um, and they consistently falter, um, and that's something that has to be rectified, um, at some point with some of these programs because.
1: It's getting a little out of hand. You listen to the Real Sports Guys, one mic, attorney uh, recap. Uh, we're here with uh, my man, the Game Changer. He's playing off the ball. Y'all hear him. You know, this is one of the shining diamonds in sports talk radio. You know, we got him here on this short run, and he's telling you, you why. Before we go into his next section, if you haven't had a chance to really heal this at the beginning of the podcast, I'm going to play this again, and then we'll go into his next section.
0: Um, Villanova's on my list of don't trust them teams. Um, Duke is always, Duke has a permanent spot on my don't trust them
1: <laughs> list. That's right.
0: <laughs> they're never, they're never going to get a reprieve, um, just because I'm never trusting them again. Um, I tried that a couple of years ago. It did not work out. Um, other teams that are on my don't trust them list, at least for this year's tournament, um, Cincinnati, don't trust them. Um, I don't know about you guys. Those are some teams that I'm staying away from um, on my brackets.
1: Now, in our pre-tourney show, you know, Phil T. brought this out to you when you were talking about Duke and why you were somewhat kind of trying to ride with him and you gave a great explanation about why you thought they would make a run, and, and, and it appears that they're they're beginning to put some things together. But there's some people who validated their position on your don't trust it, list, and there's probably a few more disappointments. So far here in this early part of the tournament, I'm just gonna drop the mic and move over to the side and just let you give him the business. All right.
0: So and, and let me clarify on my on my whole on the whole Duke situation, right? I gave Duke like a semi, you know, it, they out. They, it's like they are out on work release. All right. You know, they got like a 24 hour bond. You know what I'm saying? They don't get. They they not out walking free and jam pop. No, nah, it's not like that. All right. And the only reason they're out on this twenty four hour bond is because of Jaleel Okafor, Dude is a technician down low, all right? He's surgical with it once he gets the ball in the paint. He's got moves upon moves. Kid is pretty skilled for a nineteen year old on the block. They haven't had a back to the basket threat in fifteen plus years. Right? Since Elton Brand. You say anybody you name anybody else other than Elton Brand and I'm gonna look at you with the side eye. Are right, you getting straight, cold blooded, <laughs> steel, stare side-eye, if you say any other name other than Elton Brand. I want to hear no Sheldon Williams, no Plum Leaves, none of that, because none of those guys are back-to-the-basket dudes. Right? Sheldon Williams ain't even the best post player in his own household. <laughs> anyway, that's why I gave Duke a pass as Okafor and Okafor only. When Okafor leaves for the league, Duke is right back in the doghouse, unless they pull another special talent out of the blue. All right? So that's Duke. That's the Duke situation, and even then, I only got them going to the Sweet 16. I don't have him going going past that. All right. So again, this is a 24-hour bond with Duke. Now, other programs, and let me explain the don't trust them list to you. All right. This is a list. This is a comprehensive list of, and you have to really get under my skin. You have to really, um, you have to really falter when it really counts to get put on this list. Uh, Villanova has solidified a permanent spot on this list. And D Wills, you were right on. Jay Wright couldn't wait to get in front of the camera after <laughs> I they lost.
1: What to tell y'all. I trying to tell y'all.
0: Y'all didn't believe uh, me. As soon as as soon as the game was over I thought about that, man. I was like, man, this dude this dude just can't get right. But again, it goes back to that concept of are your guys peaking at the end of the season you know what I mean and Villanova just never seems to be peaking at the end of the season and you know they they come out with these 33 34 win seasons year after year and i don't know why <laughs> like they never have any studs they never have any great players they have some good players they have decent players still don't understand why they win so many games in the regular season and then they get a, a two or three or one seed and bow out extra early I'm baffled by it, so I just can't trust them because I don't know. I don't know what to make of them. I don't know what they're trying to accomplish, what they're trying to do. And Jay Wright looks too good in a suit, so you know that's ultimately <laughs> where he winds up every year, sitting in a nice suit behind a desk talking about other people. So they they they've solidified it. They're in that Duke category where they're locked up. I mean, Acon. Um, you know, Akon and Young Jeezy, they locked up. <laughs> We're not letting them out, I right? So, you know, you got, you got do. And then I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and this hurts my heart. I've been in oh, this team since uh, my wonder years, you know, since my Fred Savage days, you know. And it's 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 just sad to me to put Georgetown in the hole. They got to go into solitary confinement. Um, JT3 is my man, 100 grand. I'm riding with JT3 through thick and thin, but God darn it, you got to win some tournament games, bruh. I mean, the program will not stay where it is if you continue to lose and not make it out of the first weekend. This You're at Georgetown. Georgetown has to live in the second, third weekend of the tournament. We can't be out in the first weekend. That is unacceptable. And, again, it's a situation where this year I saw it coming. I didn't have them getting out of the first weekend um, because they just didn't have it. They had some good players. They had a gritty team, guys that overachieved and played over their head. um, But, ultimately, they just didn't have the chops. Josh Smith is a good big, but he's not in the line of – he's not worthy of the Georgetown heritage big. He's a little too lazy for my taste, not menacing enough, not nasty enough. He's not Dikembe. Bay. He's not Joe. He ain't even no fella. Harrington. Oh, <laughs> no. That's
1: the
0: cut. We that's the cut. Right there. We won't even say that. that. That's sacrilege. That's sacrilege. So we won't even go with Ewan. We won't even bring that up But Georgetown right now. He's not, he not, he not in
1: Michael Graham. He's not in the Michael Graham list. I mean, he might not even be in Ruben Boomchay. Boomche. You feel me? You
0: might not even be in that range, man. You know, Hibbert got him. You know, Big Roy got him even. But I digress. So, my Hoyers, I gotta put y'all on the don't trust them list for sure. Um, Iowa State. Right now, you're in. Uh, you're in lockup. You're in general lockup, awaiting trial. <laughs> you got one more shot, brother. Fred Hoyberg, you got one more shot, man. You got me this year. Two games in. The tournament wasn't even <laughs> tournament wasn't even out of diapers yet. And y'all already stunting and clowning on people's brackets. No anybody got time for that, man. Nobody got time for that. Come on now. Iowa State. You you, you in right now you in central booking, man. You're in central booking and you're about to get locked up. Um, Bill Self in Kansas. You you are that proverbial cousin who goes in and comes out but always winds up back in, right? So Kansas had a permanent spot. I let them catch out when they had Wiggins and Embiid, and they did all right. Now they back in, right? They back in. These guys are back in because they always do this. <laughs> It's just what they do, right? They, they are that cousin that gets locked up, gets out, only to get locked up again three months later. <laughs> just stay in and out of jail. That's <laughs> it. So right now, that's the that's, that's full don't trust them list. Uh, you got your Villanovas, Duke. Again, they out on 24-hour bond. Georgetown's in solitary confinement. Iowa State's and Central booking, you know what I'm saying, and then you know you got Kansas that just got out is coming back in, you know for another round, so they finna do another bid. You know we got their cell warmed up, you feel me? <laughs> so those are some of the disappointments, man. Those are you know those are some teams that I expected to play better. Um, in particular Georgetown, you know I, I want them to play better. I didn't expect them to play better, but I wanted I wanted them to play better. I wanted them to give a better showing. Um, but they just couldn't pull it off. Um, Iowa State, I expected more out of them for sure. Um, Virginia, 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 Virginia. Um, you might be an accessory right now. We might be willing to sit you <laughs> down in a room and cut you a deal, but um, you know we might we might put out an affairs warrant for you um, and, and and see what pops up. We might have to run your name through the system. Um, because that performance, and it's just lackluster performance for a two seed. And, again, it, yes, it is Michigan State, and there's nothing to lose to Izzo, but it's one of those situations. You're an accessory. All right? You're in the mix. You know, we might have to get you to roll on your boys. We might, might have to throw that deal out there. You might have to roll on your boys um, to keep yourself out of, uh, out of, out of the clink. Um, but that's the list right now, man. That's the list.
1: And, again, it goes back wow. to
0: coaching for me, man. It goes back to coaching, and, and these guys keeping their team primed and ready. Um, the one big thing for me, man, is, is and I'm not a, I don't have a problem with the one and done. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm not one that's trying to save the fabric of college basketball. I'm a pro guy myself. Mm-hmm. I'm more entertained by the pros. Yeah. Um, so I really don't care. But what I will say is the one and done has had a significant impact in this particular way that mm-hmm. – because guys are in and out so quick, it opens up spots at the Blue Blood programs, the Kentuckys, the Dukes, the North Carolinas, so they just reload, right? They're never fully mm-hmm. stocked, and that doesn't force guys to go to maybe a, a second-tier high major like a Maryland or a Notre Dame or a Michigan State, uh, and then it doesn't push. So then when they get stocked, it doesn't fill out the rest of the high major conferences. So, you know, you see teams like Indiana and Iowa, and, you know, you see these teams like, you know, a Kansas State or, you know, some of these – a Baylor, some of these – the NC State, some of these middle-tier high major teams, not the high high majors, but the middle-tier high majors, they don't have great talent anymore. You know, they don't even have, you know, guys who – where it's like a one-man show. They don't mm-hmm. have that. And, you know, I think that's why you see the parity is because not only do you have younger teams in some of these high major schools, but you also have, they don't have a stud. You know, Kansas didn't really have a stud. They didn't really have a guy you could count on night in and night out. Villanova didn't have a stud. Uh, Virginia, they had Justin Anderson, but he got hurt, but they still didn't really have a stud. I mean, (laughs) Iowa State, you were hoping and Yang was going to be that. He wasn't. You know, some of these schools, Georgetown, doesn't have a stud. And so because Kentucky just kind of reloads when, you know, when you got five out of the top 100 all going to one school, you know, where in the past, Kentucky may only have one room for one of those guys. But now because guys are in and out so quick, you know, it, Kentucky has room. They got spots. So would you rather go to Kentucky or Arkansas? You know what I mean? If you're an SEC yep. country. And so it kind of weakens those middle tier, the Iowas, the Georgias, you know, schools like that in those high major conferences who aren't elite names, but usually can have some pretty good teams because they can get that one guy who can carry a program for a couple of years. But you're not seeing that anymore. And so that's why things have been so hard to predict. It's because you just don't. Honestly, you don't know who's on these teams.
1: <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> like Why I did name, you track. I couldn't name Bill Nova's best player. You know, what I mean, I couldn't name Kansas's best player, and I don't want to have to name them unless they're going to be a pro. So, you know, that that to me that was a that's another layer I think that I'll add to my formula. is kind of name your best player, right? Yes. Can a, as a as a casual college basketball fan, can I name your best player? If I can't name your best player and you're a, above a five seed, I can't ride with you. I think that's a new rule I'm going to have to put in play.
1: <laughs>
0: right? The theories have to evolve. Your theories have to evolve around this tournament game if you're going to stay in the money. And I think that's a new rule I'm going to have to put in play because I just, as I look at it, Again, the teams that disappointed me, I couldn't name them. Before this tournament, before I started doing research, just general information that I have as somebody who follows basketball, somebody who's an NBA guy. So I know the top college guys. Like, I know D'Angelo Russell is. I know Ohio State's best player, right? You know, I know Montre- Montrezl Harrell. I know Louisville's best player. I, I couldn't have told you Kansas' best player. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Perry Ellis? Mm. I mean, I don't know. Mm. Only Perry Ellis I know used to make clothes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. you know what I'm now on the team <laughs> too?
1: <laughs> oh man, man, yeah. you, you 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 are on fire today. Just like I thought yeah. you would. I just feel so good about it. You 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 are on fire today. You just gave us something new. The last
0: thing I want to say, man, the last thing I want to say say
1: before we close this
0: out is uh, Adidas. Now, Nike did an amazing job with the Final Four for college football, tailoring the jerseys to the teams and their different rich histories and significant traditions. These jerseys that Adidas has rolled out for the tournament, come on, man, with the (laughs) 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 cumberbund.
1: And it's generic,
0: man it just got different teams wearing the same design, man This design Come on, man I mean, it don't look that It it actually doesn't look that bad in person I just hate the concept of like All these different teams wearing the same jersey design That defeats, like what makes Louisville Louisville You gotta put some Louisville stuff on the jersey, man Not just like giving everybody Generic looks Come on, that's that's lame to me, man Adidas needs to lose a couple contracts over this
1: (laughs) A couple quick ones. Who do you, who the quick spotlight for next weekend to pay attention to before we we got twenty seconds. Quick
0: spotlight for next weekend. Again, definitely check out Wisconsin, North Carolina. That matchup is cemented. I think that's going to be a battle of styles. Duke, Utah. I have uh, I got uh, I got Duke um, losing that game. So that's going to be a game I watch. Uh, Utah's got a seven foot kid who's pretty nice. Jakob Patel. Um, check him out. Uh, Wichita State's going to keep it rolling. So make sure you check that out. Um, And then Oklahoma, Michigan State's going to be a battle but Michigan State is going to come out on top. And D'Angelo Russell uh, of Ohio State, James Harden 2.5, he's going to be taking on Arizona and all that talent they got. So a one-man show, we'll see see if he elevates his game. You can see a 40-point game out of him because I think that's what it's going to take for Ohio State to even have a chance against Arizona.
1: Hey, it's been written. Game changer. Quickest time in it. Love it, brother. Until next time. RSG in the building.
0: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.
1: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.